Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And so for all this talk of chaos, I just didn't see it. Not from my perch. At one point during the evacuation, there was an aircraft taking off full of people, Americans and Afghans alike, every 48 minutes. And not one single mission was missed. So I'm sorry, I just won't buy the whole argument of chaos. It was tough in the first few hours. You would expect it to be. There was nobody at the airport. In looking through this, it doesn't seem to address the $7 billion in military hardware and technology that was left in Afghanistan for the Taliban. You know, the president took office in January. The withdrawal happened in, in August. Does the president take responsibility for, for leaving all or some of that? You know who was responsible for that equipment? The Afghans. Uh, that's not the way I remember it. And uh, we talked about the Fifth Act, the book by Elliot Ackerman that describes what it was like for him there trying to get people he had worked with out of the country. Went on for days and days of just absolute, no other word for it than chaos for days. Deadly chaos. To discuss that, we're joined by military analyst Mike Lyons. You've seen Mike on a variety of networks. He's a must follow on Twitter as well. Uh, Mike, how are you, sir? Hey, my guys, great to be back with you. Well, you heard what John Kirby said, and I assume you followed some of the coverage since then. What's what's your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard to kind of wrap my head around that. It was uh, you know opposite day. I don't I don't even know. I, I have a lot of respect for Admiral Kirby. I've talked to him in the past. Um, 
But but uh, you know this is just maybe a slow news dump day. I, I can't I can't even fathom that that came out of the White House and and what they put out and what a partisan political statement on what's a clear national security uh, issue. Um, I, I don't, I'm, I'm almost at a, at a loss for words. And, and if you go through, you know, literally both sides, every media outlet, every every, you know, the the, the criticism is, is clear that what, what were you watching? It, it wasn't a transaction. It just wasn't one day. It wasn't the last guy getting on the plane. You know, that wasn't that. It was what took place. It was absolutely unforgivable that those soldiers, the Marines, died uh, there. We didn't protect the force. I mean, you could just tick the list off from the top to bottom. So. Um, I think they just want to get by it. Look, if they really thought it was Donald Trump's fault, they, they wouldn't have put this press conference out yesterday. They would have done it, you know, and a Wednesday and made it a news cycle. But, mm. uh, but to blame, you know, to blame the previous administration for this when something that clearly they would owned for over uh, six or eight months is just uh, you know, pathetic. A really, a kind of a new low coming from from any White House administration, either Republican or Democrat. Yeah, a thought than a question. I said only half jokingly earlier. I thought I could hear the the moment when John Kirby's soul died as he was speaking because I I think highly of the man. Me too. And yeah. he was trying to defend the indefensible, and it was it was just a sad moment. But um, Mike, both Jack and I would be more than happy to criticize the Trump approach to Afghanistan, the deal they cut, et cetera. We're, we're neither anti-Trump zealots nor pro-Trump mm-hmm. zealots. But um, mm-hmm. can you explain to folks at least briefly um, or answer the assertion by the report that said, hey, Trump locked all this in. We had no options. They gave us no plan. There's nothing we could do. Well, so, so what Trump locked in was the baseline number of troops to stay there, 2,500. Okay, that, uh, 25, I'm sorry, uh, 250, 25,000, 2,500, I'm losing my mind here. He, he locked that in. That was, that was what he had said. He said, we're not leaving any of those troops. We're not taking any of those troops out until certain conditions were met. So that's kind of like the tripwire effect, right? When you saw, um, you know, as long as you've got American soldiers there in and around, they can kind of keep things separate, and, and it does act as somewhat of a policeman. So we can argue whether or not that was smart or not. Yet the United States has not been in combat operations since 2014. The war had been over. Um, so, so all Donald Trump was trying to say was the, that administration said, let's go, we're going to lock in 2,500, and that's going to be a time where uh, the conditions then will dictate when we leave those troops. Well, what happened was the Biden administration came in and said, we got to go. We're out here by 1 August. That's it. This is what we said we're going to do. So they moved away from the conditions-based agenda to uh, we're, we're out of here by the calendar date. We all saw what happens in the past when you set a calendar date, and that's when the 2,500 troops are out, and then all chaos ensues. Uh, so I'm annoyed by what they said out loud. I mean, the, the idea of Kirby saying, I didn't see chaos from my perch, maybe the first couple hours. Yeah. Whoa, I can't believe those words came out of his mouth. But so behind the scenes, can I at least hope as a as a patriot citizen of this country that hopes our military is better than the rest of the world's? Um, can I at least hope that behind the scenes they have a realistic, uh, you know, um, assessing of what happened? Well, we didn't have enough troops then, as, it, as from the plan shows, in order to make the level of evacuation that was required, you needed more than 2,500 troops. And the Biden administration didn't want to bring troops to Afghanistan to perform that mission. So we, we took too much, we took muscle off the bone in order to, to execute the op plan to do it, and then knew full well politically they couldn't, they couldn't send a division back, even for a, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, 
to get everybody out of there because then that would have looked you know bad in the eyes of the world and looked bad in terms of what was going on on the ground. And that's really what it took. They didn't have enough people left on the ground in order to execute the mission. Well, well I guess my question is, are there people walking around the Pentagon saying, oh, you know, our hands were tied, Trump locked it in, so not, or are there people walking around the Pentagon saying that was an S show, we got to make sure that doesn't happen again? I, I think the second they're not, they're not, they're not, um, they don't want to give that much self-evaluation on it, likely. Okay. But, but, but they realize that, um, I, I know for a fact that uh, some of the senior leaders there in Afghanistan have got receipts saying this is not the way to do it. They sent those emails in March and February. They, 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 there was a better plan to do, but politically they didn't want to execute on it because it would have meant sending more troops there. Military analyst Mike Lyons on the line. You know, there are a couple aspects of this uh, discussion, including that one, that I just find profoundly insulting to the American people. The idea that you couldn't say, hey, folks, we're getting out of Afghanistan to do this safely, efficiently, and preserve as much of uh, your equipment as we can. We're going to add some troops for a couple of months. That's why we're adding troops. And and then if people want to screech, they're reversing field or they're hypocrites or whatever. People are going to screech that anyway. I mean, just to, yeah. to endanger the lives of our troops, not to right. mention brave patriotic Afghans who risked their necks and may have had them snapped by now in helping right. us based on our promises. The idea that, well, I'm not willing to make that complex uh, explanation to the American people. Let's just go ahead and, and let the horrors unfold. I just I, I'm sickened by that. Yeah, we saw the conditions on the ground there, the, the, the water that was walls and the, the cordons and, and, the, and, and the fact that soldiers were so close to the Afghan civilians. They were, there was, it was a Vietnam situation. They were trying to get certain people in the gate and who, who was going to have this priority to get inside the compound. It just it, it was crazy. And, and there never should have been U.S. troops that close to any of those people. It should have been either the Afghan government or the Afghan soldiers or whatever. And to blame the Afghan army for that equipment loss, I just, again, I shake my head about what, what's kind of going on here. There's no question the Afghan uh, army didn't fight, but I think that was also fairly predictable. And it was predictable from months before as the, as the ring was closing in on Kabul during that time. Well, that's right. And we had that story, what was it, just a couple of weeks ago with the guy saying, I had eyes on the bomber and could have taken him out, but I just couldn't get through the bureaucracy of who would sign off on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, didn't have air support, didn't have all the things there um, because we just, again, wanted the picture of the guy on the plane being the last guy to leave. And um, if anything, the CENTCOM uh, planners with regard to how that the security of that operation was, was, was the worst and the fact that we lost troops there, again, is, is unforgivable. Military analyst Mike Lyons. Uh, Mike, thanks for the clarity. We appreciate it very much. Have a great Easter weekend with your family. Great, guys. Have a great time. Have a great weekend. Thanks. So the White House is paying some penalty for this. It won't last long, but I'm looking up at ABC Good Morning America, and I don't know what they're saying, but they're, they're the words on the screen, new report on chaotic Afghanistan exit. Well, you got hmm. chaos right there in the title while you're playing a clip of Kirby saying chaos. What chaos? I didn't see chaos. Didn't look chaotic from my perch. They're calling it a chaotic exit on ABC. So, but again, like I said, it wasn't an accident that, that they released this before a three-day weekend. This will get a little coverage by the time Sunday gets here. Maybe some on the Sunday talk shows. Then it's gone. You'll never hear another word about it. And it's over. And Joe Biden was right. You do it sloppy, awful, bad things happen, but you you know you move on. You Politically, know, he were... was right. I mean, politically, he, he will get away with it. Right. Yeah. If this were a uh, political trial, 
I would call as our next witness uh, Timothy Sanderfer of the Goldwater Institute, who would, in eloquent and uh, detailed verbiage, explain to you how there's almost never any accountability in government. Right. If you fail, you get a bigger budget because Bingo. you say it was lack lack of budget. You're never fired. You're never called to account. People blame a building. It was uh, the department uh, failing at the Department of Energy. So what are you going to do? Go in and fire the Department of Energy? No, you can't. So and they just say, I don't know, wasn't me. And we all go on with our business paying scads of taxes. And an extra, extra layer of protection if you can say it was that building last administration. But things are different now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Ah, I hate to be this cynical. Oh, on a- how could you not be cynical? Friday, about this, this it's just astounding although maybe it's not if you look back over this vietnam iraq democracies do not do a good job with this sort of stuff because the politics get involved like you were talking about uh, if you got an authoritarian they could just say this is the best way to do it you know china might say, we're not going to leave our equipment behind, not because they care about the taxpayer, just because they don't want to lose the equipment. And we're going to get that out of here. And you don't Or pay they'd a- shoot the generals who left it. Right. And you don't pay a political price because people don't get to vote. But, right. um, yeah, geez, between the equipment left behind, the people dying, Afghans dying, Americans dying, it's just a horror. And then to come out yesterday and say, it's Trump's fault, and by the way, it didn't look that bad to me. Wow. To summarize, I think it's a perfect example of one of those things that's shocking and completely unsurprising. Right. Exactly. Well, fine way to run a country. Anyway, moving along. Anyway, moving along is exactly what they're hoping for, and it's what's going to happen. I'm going to watch the Sunday uh, talk shows, uh, even though I'm taking the kids to church on Sunday, because the church we go to does a pretty fun Easter thing. Haven't been in a while. I'm one of those kind of churchgoers going on Easter. I know some of you churchgoers really look down on those. It's better than not going at all, right? How about you look into the whole judging other people uh, verses in the Bible? That's what I say. Um, uh, Heckler called Nancy Pelosi a sad old drunk the other day. I certainly don't approve. That's why we'll listen to the tape coming up. Stay with us. Nobody's ever suggested she was a drunk, have they? This guy did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Among other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say a word. Now, our friends on the leftward side of the aisle would tell you that shouting someone down is a proper exercise of free speech. A perfectly lovely thing to do. Let's see what it sounds like when the shoe is on the other foot. This is Nancy Pelosi's appearance at the City College of New York. Hey, Congresswoman, I came to see a warmonger, but you're a sad old drunk. Get out. What happened? Get out. When you went to Get Taiwan, out. were you looking for Get Ukraine? Did we blow up the Nord Stream on accident or on purpose? Did you know about that? Aren't you supposed to be part of the indictment tomorrow? You're a war criminal by definition, Ms. Pelosi. You got some nerve. Is that why you're here in Manhattan? Is that why you're here? Because you're getting indicted tomorrow, you damn war criminal? How many people have died in your name? How, how many people have died because of Iraq? All of you forgot about Iraq? Iran, Libya, Syria. Good morning. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that guy's politics were. I didn't get what the war criminal was, but then it was Iraq. Okay. You're going clear back to the Iraq vote for the war criminal stuff? Yeah, I I, uh, I have a number of thoughts on Nancy Pelosi, and war criminal isn't toward the top of the list. I don't think she's a drunk either. How do you know? Do you call her a sad old drunk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times I've been out late in San Francisco, a couple of drinks in myself, and there's a hammer, Nancy Pelosi. On the dance floor. Staggering down the street, <laughs> dancing. Saw her take her top off once. Oh, geez. Shaking it up. Really just, no need for she's that. A sad old, she's a sad old drunk. <laughs> Manhattan? Is that the way that guy Manhattan? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. I just came across this. I should collect these kind of sayings because when I come across them, I really like them. And then because of my brain, talking about it earlier, I forget them very quickly. But confidence is not a belief in success. It's a comfort with failure. That is a pretty good one. Think of it that way. Confidence mm-hmm. is not a belief in success. It's a comfort with failure. That is really good. I like that. Um, you know, I, I, I happened to play golf uh, yesterday with a good buddy of mine who's a terrific player, way better than I could even dream of being, uh, and he was terrible yesterday. 
And his uh, his and you uh, went, mood ah, every time he jacked it out of bounds. Ex- absolutely, I did. Yeah, dug in the hook. <laughs> no, no, his attitude was well. I'll be darned. Um, <laughs> he had a comfort with failure because he knew he could turn it around. He was confident. Oh, he should watch me hit a bad shot, and then the expletives fly, and the clubs. No need. He's seen me. <laughs> you stupid! Why do you even play the game? Why don't you just take your money and burn it? Say I want my clubs. <laughs> Or more likely with me, have I ever told you how much I hate this effing game? <laughs> and he says, yes, yes, you have. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Speaking of sports, uh, my son had his first flag football practice last night that I went and watched from a distance. Because I didn't want to be uh, all up in his business and be that kind of thing. But I was just I was try, trying to keep a kid. Well, I am both kids. I had one kid at the skateboard park wanting me to watch him do tricks and another kid uh, doing the flag football right there. So, um. Very cool, though. I always admire. I know you did this a lot. I just am a big fan, and I told the guy afterwards, I'm a big fan of the the dads and moms, but there's mostly dads around there, volunteering their time because that's got to be a lot of work, and somebody's got to do it, and and uh, and some and some people have the skill to do it. I don't, um, and I would just really appreciate the effort that they put in. These guys yeah, clearly well, knew what they were talking about in a way that I just don't. Well, that's good of you to say, and uh, and uh, I sure feel the same way. And you know, I and I appreciated when people said that sort of stuff to me as I coached for years and years. But um, I I'm also reminded of something I learned with great great clarity, which is you never learn more than when you're teaching, uh, interacting with with people, young people in particular, who you're trying to connect with and impart some information. You learn so much about yourself. Yeah. And uh, after the practice, uh, Henry said, that was so much fun. That was awesome. And I just thought, that is great. great. That is so great. And the field was full of, there was like five different sports going on, being coached at various ages and levels and stuff in the skateboard park full. And I thought, this is just so awesome compared to the cacophony of eh that exists. It's what, in- we, it's what we used to call community. Yeah. It's kind of a nice thing. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, 
fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. According to a new survey, an estimated 44 million American adults are experiencing significant loneliness, which explains why they were willing to take a survey. No, it's not. It's not a bad time at all. Yeah, come on in, sit down, talk about how was your, uh, tell me about your day. Did Um, I tell you I got polled the other day? Congratulations. A phone call came in that I thought was something else, so I answered it and. Uh, the nice girl said, uh, can I ask you a couple of questions about, um, I think she said politics. I said, how long will it take? She said, about a minute. I said, yeah, okay. So I'm a guy who answers his phone and takes a poll. So you went ahead <laughs> with polls? yes. All of them. Yes, the, okay. ele- yes, the election was stolen. Uh, and um, I believe the lizard people are in charge of the deep state. Yes. Gotcha. Um, I just saw this. The coldest water... Ocean water off the coast of San Diego measured in many, many decades. Don't know if that means anything. I will continue to drive my giant diesel truck until somebody stops me. Um, Back to loneliness, which Seth Meyers was just joking about. A couple of things about loneliness. First of all, nothing funnier than loneliness. uh, Loneliness in the U.S., it's subsided some from the pandemic high, but it's still quite high. And we've talked about this a lot, a little more. Fewer people getting married or even being in long-term relationships. You spend a lot more time in your apartment by yourself or your house. Loneliness among U.S. adults. And they ask this question, did you experience loneliness a lot of the day yesterday? That's the question they ask. Wow. Did you experience loneliness a lot of the day yesterday? Obviously, yesterday. up okay. to you to decide how much is a lot. I would have, I would be a clear no. I don't. I didn't spend a moment lonely yesterday. I would have, I would have enjoyed to be lonely, actually, for maybe <laughs> half an hour at some point. But uh, it never happened. Um, but it was as high as 25% during the pandemic. One out of four adults saying they experienced a lot of loneliness yesterday. One out of four. So that's probably the crowd that, that shut down and didn't leave their house and didn't go to the grocery store and all that sort of stuff that I did do, they didn't do. Yeah, to a large extent, sure. Um, and uh, as recently as a month or so ago, it was 20%, one out of five. And that's pretty high by historic standards. So that's kind of interesting. But it reminded me of this story that I came across yesterday. Loneliness is exhausting. Scientists say isolation literally tires you out. For some reason, we react to loneliness very similarly to the way we react to hunger. Lower energy and tired. Wow. I'm not exactly sure why. They found striking similarities between social isolation and food deprivation. 
Both states induced lowered energy, heightened fatigue. Which, you know, is not surprising with food deprivation because uh, a, a calorie is a measure of energy. You take in calories that you don't take in calories. You don't have the energy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't know social isolation would do the same thing, but it seems that it does. So maybe that explains low energy sadness among so many people that you would might call anxiety or whatever other thing you might go on a drug for depression. Wow. Yeah. Good point. And perhaps worth pointing out that a lot of people thought they were getting human connection uh, on screens and through wires when they weren't really getting the nourishment, the human nourishment that they needed. Yeah, so extrapolating from this, and I don't think the scientists got into this, but it would kind of make sense to me that, like, when I'm hungry, I often reach for junk food to get a quick, you know, you make, you just need something. Are we doing the same, are, are a lot of people doing the same thing with the, uh, the the isolation hunger? You're lonely, and so you reach for social media. It's like eating Fritos. It's just, it's enough to get you by. It feels like you're eating something. But it's just, you know, the online communication that isn't really any sustenance. They're not your friends. They're friend toes. They're like Fritos. I'll keep working on that. That's not good. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they're not chips. They're chumps. I don't know. There's, it does seem like there's something there. Mm, no, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's unsurprising to me. Uh, there's a reason. I've always been intrigued and troubled by the fact that... Um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, solitary confinement in prisons is increasingly viewed as cruel and unusual and a horrifying thing to do to people. Uh, that's what the Russians do all the time, by the way, a lot, uh, because that to be completely deprived of human companionship will cause your brain to go uh, bonkers. Um, and we're just talking about a milder case, I think, of the same thing. I don't know if I've had... More than a couple of days in my life where I would have answered yes to that survey question. Did you experience loneliness a lot of the day yesterday? Oh, I would. I would, you absolutely. Would? Yeah. What What yeah. period of life? Uh, mostly post-kid, I guess. Huh. Uh, just uh, not as plugged into as many things where I have to bump up against people. And since my natural inclination is uh, fairly solitary... Uh, I can overdo that. But the Me and Tom with- Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson used to write about that. He said, my natural inclination is I like to be alone, and I find after I'm alone a fair amount, I'm going crazy. But you weren't getting the, because the, the, you're with your kids, or you're saying you're, uh, uh, it was post-kids, so the kids didn't yeah. alleviate the loneliness part. No, they did. Well, uh, what do you mean? I mean, once the kids are gone from the house... Oh, post-kids leaving the house. I was picturing post-you having kids. Oh, no, post-raising kids. Oh, okay. Sorry, well, yeah, that, can, was, that was vaguely put, yeah. I could yeah. see how that could happen. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been there yet. but Yeah, just the, the mechanisms, the habits that you have that connect you to other human beings, they kind of get yanked away when your kids leave, depending, mm-hmm. again, depending on your personality type. Uh, my, my wife, who is a delightful human being, is, is completely plugged in and has this activity and this friend group and the other one, and it's easy for her. Um, and I admire it, but uh, eh. yeah, I, I, seriously, I don't think I would answer that question more than maybe a couple of days. And I can't even think what those were. I just feel like it'd be weird for me to say I've never felt that way, but I 
kind of feel that way. Did you experience loneliness a lot of the day yesterday? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would have ever said yes to that. And we live in a world where one out of four to one out of five adults says that? Mm-hmm. It can't be good. No. No, I think it's terrible. I got to believe that number 100 years ago would have been close to zero, don't you? Certainly, yes, single except digits. among people who you would find truly pathetic. And I mean that in the classic sense, not you're pathetic. I mean, y- you suffer to see them. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting stuff. Uh, you can comment on the text line anytime you want. 415-295-KFTC. So anyway, this has been a long lead up to the fact that I'm taking applications to be my friend. I would like you to submit a resume and cover letter in the classic sense, in the classic uh, tradition. Some photographs, please. Uh, a list of the things you could bring to my life. <laughs> I, I realize you're uh, attempting a levity. <laughs> you can tell. But you don't understand the can of worms you are opening. <laughs> well, we didn't have a can of worms for dinner last night, Jack. Judy and I actually had freaking fantastic spicy pork tacos. I was so hungry. They were so good. Yet another fabulous meal from Hello Fresh. We are happy subscribers, happy they're sponsors. And no matter whether you're empty nesters or you got a house full of kids, HelloFresh could be the solution for better, yummier mealtimes. Easy meals to put together, fast quality ingredients are picked at peak ripeness and travel from the farm to you in less than seven days for the freshness, freshness that you can taste. And HelloFresh is not just for dinner. Has you covered for every mealtime occasion, including snacks and easy lunches, seasonal celebrations, festive gatherings, whatever. And if you're not a pro in the kitchen, not to worry. HelloFresh's chef-crafted foolproof recipes arrive arrive pre-proportioned and ready to prepare for less stress and more yum. Uh, It's not a long-term agreement. You can quit any time. So try it. Sign up today for 50% off. Plus, your first box ships free with code ARMSTRONG50 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG50. That's code ARMSTRONG50 at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONG50. HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong 50. When you leave work today, there will be an unshowered man or woman waiting beside your car saying, I'll be your friend. Oh, boy. You have started this. Or maybe. Mix in in a shower before that. You've got like an hour and a quarter. Maybe even in the driveway of your home. Can I be your friend? Oh, boy. This is what you've asked for. For some reason. Yeah. I'm wild and spontaneous. One more reason you should probably be my friend. Every day there are developments in the whole trans conversation, including the Supreme Court weighing in yesterday. And not too many days after a trans individual murdered a bunch of people, KJP in the White House said trans kids should fight back. Wow, poor choice of words. That and much more. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Show. We've gotten a number of texts from people willing to submit resumes to be your friends, so hmm. Hmm. I don't know what qualifications you're looking for. Well, the screening process will be long, rigorous, and humiliating. Just know that going in. <laughs> I assume owning a liquor store gets you a leg up? Doesn't hurt. <laughs> there will be a medical examination, of course. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I don't mean a once-over either. <laughs> no, no, not just a cursory glance. No, you're going to be in the hospital for a couple of days. <laughs> Tested, cleaned, scrubbed, deloused. <laughs> <laughs> they give him a big fat shot in the ass. and <laughs> There you go, just to make sure you're not going to spread any diseases to me. So uh, KJP, the, uh, uh, the gal who's so bad at her job as the White House press secretary, she sparked outrage yesterday after she praised fierce kids who are transgender for their ability to fight back. Less than two weeks after a transgender shooter killed children and faculty at a Christian school, she was blasting Republicans who are aiming to stop transgender medical procedures on minors, claiming it is merely gender-affirming health care, of course. And Jean-Pierre describes such legislation as, quote, a dangerous attack on the rights of parents to make the best health care decisions for their own kids. She went on to declare LGBTQI plus kids are resilient. They are fierce. They fight back. They're not going anywhere. And we have their back. This administration has their back. I don't have a sense. Maybe some of our gay listeners could weigh in on this on the text line. I don't have a sense of how much the... Uh, a, a regular gay man or woman uh, is on board with all this part of it. I mean, can you do you get to lump it all together and say all these people feel the same way about transgender issues or not? Well, not shockingly, my friends and associates who are gay uh, tend to swing somewhat similarly politically to me. Um, and so, no, they think a lot of this stuff is nonsense. So you can put gay on your resume if you're applying to be a friend? Uh, sure, of yeah. course. I don't care. 
Um, it's a weird thing uh, to put on your resume, but. Anyway, so transgender uh, young people ought to fight back, according to the KJP. 19-year-old William Whitworth, who prosecutors say identifies as Lily, was taken into custody not long ago after it was discovered that the 19-year-old had floor plans to a Colorado middle school and allegedly admitted to wanting to shoot up the school, according to an arrest affidavit obtained and reported on by local outlets. Um, so this uh, transgender person was going to fight back by killing a lot of people at a middle school before, um, I believe it was, um, uh, a sister, a, a, uh, yeah, the sister called authorities to alert them that this human was lashing out and made references to school shootings. And sure enough, it appears that that's what they were planning. Moving along. Do you know, Riley Gaines, uh, college swimmer? was that uh, brave swimmer who came out and said this Leah Thomas human who's beating everybody in the pool and was a biological male is ridiculous and I don't want a grown man in the locker room, et cetera, et cetera. She is uh, touring the country speaking on this stuff. She's a women's rights activist and a women's sports activist. Well, she was assaulted at San Francisco State University last night, had to be locked away in a room surrounded by cops. She was physically assaulted by a dude wearing a dress following a speech to students about saving women's sports. Um, She was hit multiple times by a guy in a dress. She was under police protection and was still physically attacked. How does Um, that happen? Uh, She wrote in the tweet, the prisoners are running the asylum at San Francisco State University. I was ambushed and physically hit twice by a man. This is proof that women need sex-protected spaces. Still only further assures me I'm doing something right. When they want you silent, speak louder. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, We read earlier a, a brilliant piece by Kirsten Fleming. Stop praising Dylan Mulvaney for being a hero. It's a cynical ploy. Uh, I forgot to uh, get that to executive producer Hanson. It's uh, it's biting. It's smart. It's funny. And you can find it at armstrongandgetty.com uh, under hot links. We'll have that uh, for you in a couple of minutes. So the two legal things that happened yesterday, the Supreme Court allowed a 12-year-old West Virginia transgender student to compete on her school's girls' track team while litigation over a state ban continues. A lot of people hoping for the Supreme Court to rule in and put an end to this once and for all, but didn't happen yesterday. And also, schools can't issue blanket bans on transgender athletes, but could exclude them in some cases under the new Title IX proposal by the Biden administration. So they're allowing for some opportunity. I'm not enough of a lawyer to understand. Yeah, the uh, what it said mostly was that where you could demonstrate uh, that there are uh, chances of injury or competitive competitive fairness was undermined, you can ban a transgender athlete. Now, reading between the lines, the Biden administration is admitting it is utterly indefensible to have a biological male on the same field as females in any contact sports because women will be run over rough shots. So don't let a so don't let a guy, a person that was born a man box a person born a woman beat the crap out of them. Or women's rugby or or lacrosse, field hockey, uh, maybe soccer. Um and then they also said if it could undermine competitive fairness, which is the Biden administration being forced to admit yeah, biological males 
if they're whooping up on females in track or whatever, if it undermines competitive fairness, you can't have it. Now, of course, they didn't say that out loud because their progressive wing would freak out. But they, somebody uh, under the Department of Education uh, banner said, hey, this is just so clearly true. We've got to got to say it. But but the headline is no like blanket bans. You can't you got to demonstrate that it makes it unfair. But effectively, I mean, undermining competitive fairness is the entire article, the entire argument, rather. Well, so I think this is a step forward, depending on how they go about it. Could the Supreme Court have stepped in and not allowed the 12 year old transgender to compete while the litigation continued? Because they decided to go the other way to allow the 12 year old to compete until the litigation goes through. Yeah, I have a feeling they just thought, all right, we're talking about 12-year-old runner. Um, We're not going to order an emergency uh, injunction from the heights of the Supreme Court on this. We'll let it work its way through the courts. Well, hopefully it is going to. It'll work its way through the state courts, and if it has to, go to the Supreme Court, and it'll get a ruling on this once and for all. Well, I would love to see that. Love to see that. You want to form an open league where men, women, transgender people, whatever, can compete in whatever sport you hold dear? That's fine. It's perfectly fine. Good luck. I admire you. Um, on the other hand, like winning every damn bike race uh, over women because you're a biological male and standing there with your arms raised over you and on the, at the the podium, the you know trophy award stand, you've got psychological problems. I was asking I saw, earlier. Go ahead. If you thought we were going to go further down this road, or we have about peaked on this stuff, like, do you think we'll eliminate male and female categories for Oscars and Grammys? Do you think we'll go that far, or have we peaked? Mm, that's like a good I'm, question. I think we've peaked. I, I'm, maybe it's, uh, you know, wishes being the father of my thoughts. I don't know. Yeah, judging by Britain going to no male and female categories for their music awards, which is just odd, um, I think the artsy slash fartsy community <laughs> still has farther down the road to crazy town okay. to go. Uh, the rest of us, not a chance. Yeah, interesting. So we do four hours every day of this here uh, shooting match. And it's if too you, much. I was pressured into signing the contract. And if you uh, if you miss an hour, you can get it in podcast form, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This message comes from Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.